Welcome to another episode of the Neil Liberon podcast. This is a introduction or a preface to the Castro v Trump series. As you know, John Anthony Castro um has been contributing here on the Neil Liberon podcast and um on a series that we have called the Castro v Trump series. And it's we have done parts 1, 2, 3 and 4 and we are about to do part 5. He was supposed to sit with me today. but he's unable to do so so what we decided to to do a a trailer an introduction or to um share with you some of the, some of what we hope to discuss with Mr. Castro and to shed some more light with you as you know Mr. John, John Anthony Castro is suing Mr. Donald Trump um saying that Mr. Trump violated section 3 of the 14th amendment and this is the amendment of um um reading from the US constitution it says no person shall be this is section which is section um 3 of the 14th amendment it says no person shall be a senator or representative in congress or elector or president and vice president or hold any office civil or military under the united states or under any state who having previously taken an oath as a member of congress or as an officer of the united states or as a member of any state legislature or as an executive or judicial officer of any state to support the constitution of the united states shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof but congress may by a vote of 2/3 of each house remove such disability so this is section 3 of the 14th amendment that Mr. John Anthony Castro who is the president of AI Tax the president of Castro and Company is running for president and he is soon Mr. Mr. John Anthony Castro um and recently when we met back in June we were he relayed to us that as it relates to the ruling on the Castro v Trump ruling his lawsuit Mr. Castro Mr. Mr. Donald Trump actually had responded which had responded had filed a motion or a brief to dismiss Mr. Castro's um lawsuit on the grounds that Mr. Castro lacks standing meaning that he is not a candidate for or the argument is that he has not established himself as a candidate and because of that because he doesn't have standing then therefore the the court the, the case has to be dismissed or um the judge cannot make the court cannot make ruling such a ruling he cannot bring that case um to the court the after several delays judge Aileen Cannon um agreed and dismissed it dismissed the um uh, Mr. Castro's lawsuit saying that he lacks standing meaning that he's not a candidate now um Mr. Castro then filed a lawsuit filed an appeal in July early part of July to the 11th um a motion to appeal the ruling um to the 11th circuit district court so that they can make a direct ruling to review and determine if Mr. Castro has standing and not only that if he has a stated claim a stated claim now according to now we're waiting on that that's what they were supposed to in Castro Vitron part 5 will be 
we're going to discuss that with Mr. Castro. What has been, the, what's the latest? But um, but there are other things that we want to follow up on with Mr. Trump. Because, sorry, Mr. Castro, because on the last podcast we did, um, he indicated that the, his appeal, his appeal to the eleven district court, if they throw it, the court, if they if they determine that Miss Miss um Miss Miss um if they determine that if they agree with Judge Aileen Cannon's ruling. If they agree with it, then of course he's going to take it to the Supreme Court. That's the plan for him to take it to the Supreme Court. Um, if they don't, if they, if they don't agree with, if they agree with Mr. Castro's ruling, they're going to send it back down for a ruling. And if she ruled either way, if she ruled, then they can take it up to the Supreme Court. So, and of course that's his plan to take it to the Supreme Court. But. According to Mr. Castro, he's saying that if he should take it to the Supreme Court or the, to the appellate court, then Donald Trump's lawyers could argue that, well, Mr. Ca Mr. Castro, and this is what Mr. Castro said to me at the last discussion, Mr. Castro, does Mr. Castro filed, has filed to be a presidential candidate with the Federal Election Commission but that his name doesn't appear on any state ballot, meaning that he's not a candidate. But according to him, he said that could be an argument. So he's not on any state ballot, but he's, but however, he has filed with the Federal Election Commission, but he's, Mr. Castro refuted that argument by saying, sure, I'm not in, at, the, at the time, and I'm quite sure at this point he might, he's on a state ballot. We're going to ask him about that, whether or not now, whether or not, what has happened since then? Is he on, um, because he did say that he was going to, um, he's going to be filing with entering the race in New Hampshire. So we will ask him that question. Has he, has he threw, has he filed in any state? Um, but according to him though, he said, you, doesn't, you don't have to file in any state. As long as you declare that you're a candidate, you're running for president. As long as you declare that you're running for a candidate, as a candidate, as a presidential candidate, then you're a presidential candidate. They cannot say that you lack standing. So, um, so we will hear him. We will talk with him about that. Um, what has has been that? Um, what has been? Um, what has? What's the latest coming out of his? Castro v. Trump lawsuit, and whether or not he is now currently, there, is he on any ballot in any state? I'm, I'm curious to find out. Um, one, another thing that we want to follow up with him on is the last discussion that we had with him, he talked about Donald Trump. He said that one of the reasons why he's, because I asked him, why is it that, why do you believe that your case has not been given any traction in terms of it's not being covered by mainstream media as much? And that has changed, however. At this point, that has changed because he's been he's been all over on Newsweek. It's very difficult for 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 him to for, for me to get a hold of, of him now. He's been very busy, and that's good. We're happy for for him. But um, he said to me the last time he said that many Democrats and including Biden and and mainstream media they want Donald Trump to be they want Donald Trump to be president. They want Donald Trump to be president. But that's why many in the mainstream media. That is why many in the mainstream media. Um, that's why many in main, the main. That's why many in the mainstream media have have not been covering his case. 
However, however, he said that he said that that's a bad strategy by the Democrats. That's a bad strategy. And he sounded the alarm bells. He said, because he said, listen, at this point, at this point, it seemed as if because that's a bad strategy because it, Donald Trump may very well lock up the presidency. He said it's a bad strategy because they believe or they think that he's going to lose. But at this point, with what's going on in the economy and so on, Donald Trump seemed to be carrying a lot of traction. And he raised the alarm bells about that. That's a bad strategy. And he said that at this point, the only way, the only way Donald Trump, Donald Trump's ability to run or his candidacy or his path to 2024 will be upended or derailed is unless it, his case goes straight to the Supreme Court. That's the only way at this point. In fact, there are several, Mr. Trump has several cases right now and, and there's nothing slowing down his, um, his path to the presidency. So, so we will, so that's what's quite interesting that he would say that. And we will, and I will, it's curious to find out what has changed now because there's been so much curiosity surrounding his lawsuit and his efforts. And he has several strategies and several ways of doing so. So I'm curious. So we will follow up with him about that. We also want to ask him about the, because, oh, by the way, part of his, part of his um, appeal to the Supreme Court or his, his, well, his plan is he will either, if the, if the appeal court's route doesn't work, he'll take it to the Supreme Court. But part of his appeal is that Judge Aileen Cannon be recused from all of um, Donald Trump's case. We want to hear, we want, okay, we want to find out what has happened with that. Um, was he successful in recusing Judge Aileen Cannon from all of Donald Trump's case? We want to get some questions from him as it relates to that. Um, he also, he said that by October 15, he was going to issue we, he said that we're going by the last days of uh, probably the last day of September, we would have we would have gotten a ruling on the by, from the eleventh circuit district court as it relates to his appeal concerning the ruling to dismiss by Judge Aileen Cannon. Okay, so and then he said that by October fifteen he would issue a writ of certiorari and or and or go to the Supreme Court regarding the the appeal to remove, uh, regarding the removal of Judge Eileen Cannon from all of Trump's cases. We want to get an update on that. Finally, well, not finally, but there's another, he tweeted recently that mag magistrate Judge Alison Clare is abusing her position and protecting Donald Trump from accountability for January 6th. I've never heard that name before. Who is Judge, who is magistrate Judge Alison Clare? Okay, does that mean that Judge Eileen Cannon is no longer on the lawsuit on the case. Who is who is this mad, um, Judge Alison Clear? What does that have to do with his lawsuit and so on and so forth? We will get into that. But you know, he's but it's quite interesting that he is seeking to remove Judge Eileen Cannon from presiding over or overseeing all of Judge Judge um, uh, sorry Donald Trump's case. While at the same time, we have another judge who is also being accused of abusing her position and protecting Donald Trump. So it's as if you get rid of one, there's another. <laughs> but we want, to, we want to find out who is this. And we want to know what's happening in New, Ham in New Hampshire for Mr. 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 Um, Mr. Castro. What's happening in New Hampshire? Because he said that he, in a recent tweet on October 20th, which is about two days ago, he said today, today, in the U.S. District Court in New Hampshire, lawyers for Trump, and he says at Donald Trump, at, and lawyers for at 
New Hampshire Secretary, State Secretary, and at New Hampshire GOP, faced off with me in a in a, in a jurisdiction um, in a in a jurisdictional hearing and got schooled. They got schooled, and he said that the judge will rule in fourteen days. What is this jurisdictional hearing about? Does it have to do with um, the lawsuit, the law, the Castro v. Trump, or is it something new? We'll find out. But of course, it's still Castro v. Trump because it has to do with Trump. But is this a, a, another strategy, another part of his arsenal in um, in upending and derailing Mr. Trump's um, candidacy? But I, I'm curious to find out. The next, the next question we want to ask him is, recently he said that Democratic senators introduced a bill establishing establishing supreme court term limits and he said i want this but it's unconstitutional i want it but it is unconstitutional whatever the democrats are doing is on they're introducing a bill that is unconstitutional that's a waste of taxpayers money anyways that's a waste of time that makes no sense why are you introducing a bill that's unconstitutional that is unconstitutional you need to first approach it from the from the level of the supreme court or the constitutional level okay not from a from the legislature level so I'm not understanding, but I mean, he said that he, but however, many people seem to be for this. He said, I want, according to Mr. Castro, I want it, but it is unconstitutional. Why? He said, the constitution allows for a lifetime appointment, but however, there is a caveat, okay? Lifetime appointment, but you must have good behavior. If there's anything that questions your ethics and your morality, then your lifetime appointment can be affected but of course with what's happening in our society today it's easy to get around that it's easy to get around that the issue of ethics and the issue of morality and the issue of good what is good behavior what is good behavior say for example he is suing mr trump for violating section 3 of the 14th amendment but many people but that's a caveat that was created to manage, to monitor, and to prevent abuse of power. But people are going around that. The same thing. So, of course, so therefore, so this caveat of, so therefore, so what is in, so therefore, and uh, the, somebody responded to, to his tweet, Vince, Vince Cataro, saying we should add, um, we should definitely add that amendment, this, this lifetime appointment. We should add, uh, sorry, term limits. We should add term limits. I agree with that. Okay. If, we should add term limits because lifetime appointment only facilitates privilege, power, abuse of power. It we create an opening. Life is what you make it, and you create something knowing human nature that allows for long-term appointments. That makes any sense, and you see what's going on in society today. So therefore, Vince Cataro or Gatari Gataro, I agree with you. So I want to ask him about that. I want to ask him. Well, he did respond. He said he responded to Vince saying, saying that adding amendments, adding constitutional amendments are insanely difficult to accomplish. So my question to Mr. Trump, sorry, to Mr. Castro is, why are they so? And what possible solutions do you recommend? What do you recommend as a constitutional legal scholar um, as someone who's running for president and is versed in law, what, how would you suggest, what would you recommend to go around the, the difficulty? Or what would you recommend to the Democrats? Because they're introducing a bill. So what would you recommend? And um, of course, we want to ask them about what's going on in the Middle East. 
um, because the last podcast we had, he talked about the issue of the domestic supply of energy. Once we are, once we have control and use the technology to improve our domestic supply of energy without renewing, without the dependence of foreign energy, or then the strategic positioning that we saw that we try to create in the US, that, that a policy that we have, that strategic positioning that we have, that's why we are all over the world. We're all over the world. But once we are able to develop um, some kind of mastery and develop our domestic supply of energy without depending on international supply, then we don't need to be all over the all over the world, the Middle East, so on and so forth. So, and, um, so but I want to talk to him about that and Joe Biden's recent request of $1.2 billion to support Ukraine and also to support Israel, because according to him, our, our partnership and our position in the world require that, um, requires us to spend all this money. But, but then, so I want to ask him, what's your, what, how, how does he feel about that? Um, and does this have to do with the issue of the domestic supply of energy? Um, and and I you know and I really want to get into this Palestine Hamas issue and what's going on in the Pal the Palestine issue because I want to talk with him as a, as an attorney and someone who aspired to be president in 1944. The powerful countries came to, together and by, to um, to reorder the world and of course to create a position a strategic position in the Middle East and by 1947 we had Israel, which which starts. Which 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 has helped to create terrorists. So I want to have a con I want to have a discussion with him about that. What how do you feel about that? How are we gonna because the issue is an issue of land and property? Will we as long as Israel is there, we will always have this war. How do, how would he fix the problem as a president? What is his recommendation to Mr. President to Mr. Biden and to the United Nations? Um and finally, he said that. Part of his plan is to develop a rainbow coalition starting in New Hampshire. And recently I saw some tweet. He posted up a tweet saying, if you're in if you are in New Hampshire, text me. And if you are in Arizona, text DM me. DM me. If you're okay, what's going on? I wonder what what's happening in New Hampshire and what's happening in Arizona that he's asking. Um, he's asking people to text and DM to DM him, DM him there. And um, what's going on with this? Um, give us a follow-up on this Rainbow Coalition. This What's happening with this Rainbow Coalition starting in New Hampshire? How, where is he on that? So those are some of the questions we are going to be asking him and we're going to be delving in and we're going to ask him what's going on with his campaign, where, where he is so far. So we will definitely be following up with him. Stay tuned to the podcast. Subscribe. This is the, the Neoliberal Podcast. Please support us anchor.fm slash neoliberal slash support we are on youtube soundcloud amazon iHeartRadio, apple podcast google podcast the audible radio public podvine p adverb um there is nowhere where we are not facebook twitter linkedin please follow us subscribe share the show with your friends and again we welcome your donations so that we can continue to improve the show and develop our research and to continue to, to promote and to, to develop our programming. So subscribe and stay tuned. Coming up this week, we were, um, and I'm so sorry that we, could, we couldn't have um, John Castro today, but he probably will be with us tomorrow or Wednesday, and we will carry the show at, at the 2 o'clock hour between 2 and 5 on Thursday or Friday. 
So, but continue to stay tuned to us. This is the neoliberal court, the neoliberal round brought to you by the neoliberal corporation. We are always serving the world today to solve tomorrow's challenges by making popular what was the monopoly. Visit us at theneoliberal.com and ronaldocmckenzie.com. And don't forget to get a copy of my book, which is available in the Audible, ebook, paperback, and hardcover, Neoliberalism Globalization income inequality poverty and resistance and don't forget my upcoming book neoliberal globalization reconsidered near capitalism and the death of nations and if you'd like to participate and come on the show please reach out to us at info at the or please follow us on twitter ronaldo mckenzie or the neoliberal co what good